Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, everybody, you're tuned to Shingles List, where we talk movies, music, trending news, game sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I'm Dave Shingler, and what a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man, that's Cleon Bewley. Be our guest, be our guest, put our service to the test, tie your napkin round your neck, Sherry, and we'll provide the rest. It's Shingler's List! Why am I singing that, Dave? Um... Because you've been to France. I've been more, to France. More, uh, more specifically, you've been to Disney World. Disneyland, uh, Euro Disney. Disneyland. I, I don't know what it's in, called anymore. Uh, Disneyland. Disneyland. It was, it was Euro Disney before, wasn't it? Like when it first I, opened. I, I think so, Euro yeah, Disney. but it's now full on Disneyland. Did you know Disneyland? Hey guys and hey everybody. It's currently Monday the 3rd of October. Um, um, see, I'll walk through that fourth wall then. Oh, well, hang on a minute, hang on. She said, we shut up a minute. So you got to being clever. So Monday the 3rd of October to 2022. And uh, during this last week, uh, me and the good lady, me and the good lady wife and the family all went to Disneyland. Well, you, you both uh, celebrated birthdays, didn't you? We did, you we did. did. Uh, my good lady wife celebrated her 40th. The milestone. The milestone. The milestone and I celebrated my 37th year. On the planet, 30, which is... I thought you were 34. 37. 37, all right. 37, okay, unfortunately, yeah. yeah. So I, I celebrated my 37th <laughs> birthday. Now, I'm celebrating whatever birthday I feel fit. Yeah. By yeah, whatever I, age I want to do now. Cleon so. <laughs> identifies as a 37-year-old. <laughs> yep. This week, I identify as a 30. So, yes, we had our two big milestone birthdays. I was 43. Uh, for anyone who listens that cares, <laughs> uh, the the good lady wife was forty, which is a massive uh, birthday uh, for a lady because it basically means they passed it now. <laughs> um, so it was a it was like a rest in peace. Bring on to, the night sweats and bring mood on the swings. night sweats and the mood swings and everything else. <laughs> wow, we're gonna get beat up for this one already. Um, so yeah, it was it was it was brilliant, Dave. Good. I can genuinely say, hand on heart, before I went to Disneyland, I was like, yeah, Disneyland. Whose idea was it to go and what was it for? The missus's idea to go, uh, something, yeah, right. Was it for the birthdays yeah, specifically? Yeah, it was for the birthdays specifically. Because you, for your 40th, you got a buffet and all sage. I got a buffet and all sage. Or was it Kids Grove? Kids Grove. Kids Grove, yeah. Which I was cheesed off with because I wanted a weekend in Amsterdam. Which um, the missus understood. It was a nice buffet, though, in all it, was, it was a shit buffet. I, dude, I was leathered. I can't really remember. I don't remember it. Neither. I just remember eating sandwiches going, this is fucking ace. I just went, I just remember <laughs> getting to somewhere after being out with you lot for a good three hours beforehand, <laughs> which is testable in its own men, about £200 worth of alcohol, and then rolled into a thing where all my family were going, happy birthday! And I just kind of yeah. knew what was coming. You know, there's only one reason why you drive up towards Kidsgrove Athletic. And <laughs> why would we drive up there? So as soon as we took that left near the fire station, I was like, oh, God, they've done me a surprise party and bloody thing. I thought we were going Manchester, lads. So I was all... What did we... You what told me this? we were going on a pub crawl to Manchester. No, we said it was a beer fest. We uh, said there was a beer festival in Kidsgrove. A beer festival in Kidsgrove? What a load of crap. It's not like <laughs> Facebook and everything. It's a beer festival in Kidsgrove, Cleon. Is it really? Hang on. We had, we beer had, festival, Kidsgrove. No, it's not happening, guys. It's not happening. I've got had, Google now. You can't just lie to people like this. We had buffet and karaoke in, in Kidsgrove. Fucking buffet and karaoke. And people said I wasn't appreciative. Fucking damn right. Anyway. I enjoyed it. In all honesty, my 40th was brilliant. My kids and everybody else and all everyone who I cared about. And a few people I didn't really care about were there. <laughs> um, but anyway. Anyway, the good lady wife France. turned 40 and we've, I've never had the kids on a plane before just mm. because they're six and they're eight. And it was always my opinion. What's the bloody point to anything before that? Because they won't remember. remember anything yeah, anyway. I'm with you on that. So once we got to 40, I said to the missus, what do you want to do? She said, Dubai. I said, remember Kids Grove? Really? <laughs> um, so we, 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 oh, oh, thanks. I'm now deaf in my right ear. Um, so we settled on Paris, yeah, uh, Disneyland, yeah, and 
as I was just about to say as we kicked off, before I put it back and put some context behind how we just started talking about Disneyland, um, I understand now why people find it so magical. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a bit, it was just, so anyway, we'll do a bit on... We, the, the, the episode's going to be a bit Disney-centric. So on the plane we went, all brilliant. I've got to say how brilliant Manchester Airport is. Um, yeah. We were queuing up on the plane. It was a queuing bloody holiday, if you do a summarise it, a summary <laughs> of it, really. We queued for the plane. We queued for the car park. We que- um, airport got us through really quickly. First time on a plane. The outflight was absolutely fine. Uh, very very easy mm-hmm. you know i'm a nervous flyer anyway yeah, yeah. it was really good considering the weather was bad in england mm. um landing fine with? uh paul was flying paul. i believe his name <laughs> was uh jody was on the flight as well ethan per <laughs> <laughs> easy jet <laughs> fucking dick honestly <laughs> well easy jet mate um so off we went landing that was all fine we got to Disneyland. We did the Avengers theme park yeah, yeah. Uh, first. So I'll give a proper review of it now. Um, all the videos on YouTube are fucking liars. It's not as big as they make out it is. Right, In right. fact, it's very it's very medium-sized at best, the Avengers part is. It's yeah. pretty much two rides in an Avengers experience, but it's all built up. So you've got your jets, you've got the Avengers jet. It, yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. brilliant. You've got um, the Web Slingers ride, which is a 3D ride. Okay. Which you're firing out web. Yeah, yeah. But it also works if you just go raving. <laughs> I found I was doing it properly. So I'm all Spider-Man doing it with my son properly. And then I looked at the scores and I had the lowest score and I was like, what the f- I went into mad raving yeah. old techno days and really built that up. The funniest part of the holiday. So we arrived at Paris um, and we went directly into the Rent Avengers campus. So straight away, the picture in front of the thing, la, 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 all brilliant. And then they've got one called, I think it's the flight school or something like that. Anyway, it's a really fast ride. Yeah. So me and Ethan were at the front. And it builds it up. So you've got the suspense of the the computer, the Iron Man character talking, the Mark III costume, blah, 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 all towards going to stop these missiles, yeah. which is the ride. So on the, on the beginning of the ride, it goes, three, two, one, initiate. And it pulls back. Right. And then it fires forward. Mm-hmm. And it's faster than Rita. <laughs> and Ethan was at the front and my six year old son's best thing that he shouted I've ever heard in my life was quite simply fucking hell <laughs> at the top of his voice as loud as his lungs had taken oh, and he just bellowed it the picture that we've got legendary it's Ethan with his, his eyes and mouth wider than anything you could have ever seen before just ah with me, with my hand on my chest, just <laughs> smart, laughing, <laughs> laughing my head off while my hand's like stuck with G-Force, like up the side. Oh, like, God. Ah. Um, yeah, and that kind of set the start. There's another, there's the other ride, which is called the Tower of Terror, which is the old, uh, it's not a haunted mansion, it's the old haunted hotel. Right. Uh, that's the up and down ride, so as if you fall in okay. an elevator. There's the Toy Story side of the park where you've got your uh, your Toy Story themed rides. Funnily enough, then you've got that weird rat that cooks that cooks a ratatouille. That's the uh, guy, Remy. Remy, yeah. Remy, and Gaston. Hmm? That 3D ride is probably the best 3D ride I have ever been on. Oh, okay, like ever. Um, the villages are very are very much in the theme of each, each character, each storyline, obviously. But the buildings are not your cardboard fronts. Right, okay. At their actual buildings. Yeah. So that was the first day we went and had our my breakfast, my breakfast, my birthday meal. We went and had that with the Ant Man, so in the Pims okay. um uh, restaurants. So that's got various things around it, like you get your little hot dogs, you get your ginormous hot dogs, yeah. you get 
you know, salt and vinegar all in. Mm-hmm. All your food comes in like, you know, kidney bowls and stuff like that, yeah. you know, uh, from a laboratory. And that was the first day. And I thought to myself after the first day, I was like, that's all right, but it's just a bit. <laughs> it's just a bit Alton Towersy, really. In fact, Alton Towersy's got better roller coasters in right, this place. Right. Blah, 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 blah. It's nice with the kids, etc. And then on the second day, we went actually into Disneyland, mm-hmm. which is a different area. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I, I genuinely went, oh, oh. Oh, this is it. Oh, this is it, is it? <laughs> this is it then, is it? Because the two sides of the park, if. If you said to me, if you had one day in Disneyland, what would you do? Would you do the Avengers side or Disneyland side? I'd say the Disneyland side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Tony Stark's daddy died a long time ago. Let's stop going on about him now. Let's move the ride forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. Walked into Disneyland. The first thing you see is the castle. Wow. Um, the, there's Frontierland. Frontierland, Frontierland. Frontier. Yeah, it's all the best writing around and all the best forests you've got. <laughs> it's just all typeface. Just all typeface. You've got Frontierland, which is all your westerns, which leads on to Pirates of the Caribbean, which leads on to Peter Pan. Okay, it's yeah. It's all <clears throat> buildings, actual buildings. Um, so all the parts of the Frontierlands are all your actual. So we had dinner in the Lucky Nugget. <laughs> the Lucky Nugget is what you would say was an old uh, drinking lounge. So you can see where the dancing girls would yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. an old western. Yeah. So they've got all that area. They've got the Haunted Mansion, which is over to the right of everything, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Then you've got the Mississippi uh, boat, um, which goes around and tours around all Frontierland and da, 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 mm-hmm. with all the various parts of that. Uh, then you've got the castle itself, which you can go inside of. Um, the sword and the stone. Then you've got the Star Wars side of things, which is very much similar to the Avengers ride, yeah, yeah. but it's Star Wars uh, late. Yeah. And then at night time, you've got all the illuminations, which are absolutely mind-blowing, very emotional because of what you've seen, you've seen stuff that you've wanted to see since you were years old. You've mm-hmm. always wanted to take your family. Like, oh, it's brilliant, it's brilliant, it's brilliant. However, Dave, <laughs> however, we'll get to my point now. Okay. I've got a new annoyance in my life. Is it the French? No. <laughs> we'll get to them, fuckers. I've got a new annoyance. Influencers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Influencers. Yeah. I've I'd never... imagine they'd be everywhere in I've place. never seen influencers in full flow in my life before. I've now seen influencers in full flow. And what I mean by influencers are they want to be on a ride to take a certain picture. Yeah. But a lot of the rides that you're going on are kids' rides. Yeah. So you've got grown adults trying to fit themselves... Into the, yeah. Into a ride that isn't for two adults. Mm-hmm. It's for one adult and a child, or for two children. And that's the esque of the ride. There are more adults at Disneyland yeah. than there are children. Mm-hmm. And I find that, I found that staggering. I found that staggering how there was just more adults than children. Yeah. They, they outnumbered the children four to one. Uh, yeah. And like... Nobbeds, because they wanted to save an area for the for the parade, they'd sit on the floor, but they'd sit on the floor in the middle of the road. Right, okay. And you know what I mean? When you're six foot one, you don't really pay attention to your feet when you're walking. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. just there. It's just something that's going on below your body. Yeah. So if there's somebody sitting with the phone looking down... <laughs> da- what is it? I don't know. I can hear something making... Might, oh, have, that? There you might go. have been there. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's that. It's that. It's that. Deal with that. I doubt with it. There you go. There Come you on. go. So if you're walking and you've got a group of people sitting on the floor, on the floor, or in some cases lying on the floor, yeah, you will tread on them. Yeah, I, I will. And you can't moan at me neither, because <laughs> if you're down there, and I'm walking backwards looking at something, and I go, "Oh, sorry, that you had." Why are you on the floor? That, I think that's a perfectly valid question. Mm. Another thing as well, which I found astonishing about the about the French. <laughs> right. They, them bastards can't queue. Nobody knows how to queue. There's only, only us Brits. No, listen to this. The English know how listen to queue to this. really well. Do you know who knows how to queue? Texans. 
English. Okay. So the American and the English are fully aware of what a good queue is. Mm -hmm. And they appreciate the value of a good queue. So what the Frenchies were doing, they were getting somebody to queue up. And then that person would get to the front of the queue. And then the entire family would start mm -hmm. walking from the back of the queue to where that fucker was. Yeah, that's not that's not very good queuing etiquette. That's not queuing etiquette whatsoever. And just at the point where I was about to go, what the f do you think you're doing? An American did it for me. Sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, that's it now, buddy. I've had just about enough of you guys walking in the queue and a bad thing's going to happen if you carry on. I was like, cheers, matey. You've just helped save me a big job then. <laughs> but yeah, just blatant disregards for queuing, Dave. There's there's a lot of nations around the world that don't like respect the queue. Mm. They don't know what the queue is. It's 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 you know a, a lot of places don't queue. They're just like in they go. Mm. And if you get there first, then you win. Um, and like I say, I don't know whether Britain as a whole or just the English. Um, uh, we are the champions of queuing. If anything, the uh, Queen Line and State a couple of weeks ago, that proved we were the champions of queuing. People queuing for 15, 16, 18 People hours. People have lost their jobs through not queuing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, <clears throat> yeah, some people are, are dicks when it comes to queuing. Um, I mean, the, I think, I suppose the closest thing I've done when it comes to like somebody stays in the queue and then they'll send a text or something when they're near the front and the rest of the family comes along. And then the closest thing I've done to that is sending my brother to um, Toby Carvery on a Sunday yeah. um, to, to um, reserve the table because uh, it was like an hour, an hour and a half's wait. Go, you go, so, no. yeah, well, you're ready. You go. You go reserve the table. We'll be with you in an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, that's not the same. And also not the same as if your child needs to go toilet. Cause yeah, yeah. Your longest queue time, though, Dave, for the entire time we were there was 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. That was the longest queue time we encountered. Which is which nothing, is nothing really, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You queue longer at times. Uh, yeah, and me and Bo, towards the end of the day, there's no queue time. Yeah. So towards the end of the day, we just go running around on all the big, all the bigger rides. Yeah. You know, just to get on it again in quick time. But no, they don't. They don't queue. And something else um, that grabbed me about uh, France was the racism, mm -hmm. and I didn't think that this was still prevalent in the country. So yeah. on the third day, we went into Paris. On the third, fourth day, we went into Paris, which is all fantastic. And for that, you had to catch, obviously, a train line into Paris. So yeah, that's yeah. 45 minutes. And then a load of underground, as it's just like London, really. Mm -hmm. A load of underground here, there, and everywhere. And then a bus uh, for the last leg just to get us to the Eiffel right. Tower and past the Archie thingy. Yeah, I know what you mean. So we're very cultured on this show. <laughs> so I was, the first instance I got ready, I was on a bus and there was a, quite a few free seats everywhere. Uh, and a black lady, an elderly lady, a black elderly lady got on the bus and she went to sit down in three or four places and she was just told no. Wow. Yeah. I, 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 Jody couldn't believe, I couldn't believe it. Jody couldn't believe it. Ethan just said, why won't they let that lady sit down? Mm, he's, and he's yeah. six. He's six. Why won't they let that lady sit down? And I just... I, we do eat here on a bus. Anyway, yeah. if an old woman gets on the bus... Yeah. You stand old, up, don't yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I said, yeah, darling, sit down. And she was like, oh, you're, you're sure? I was like, yeah, sit. And just stood up and just mm -hmm. turned me back. And whilst I was getting, like, really filthy looks from everybody around me, yeah, we don't know if there's anything about her or anything, but that's what I assumed. There's the only assumption you could yeah, make. Yeah, and then so we went to Paris, sealed the Eiffel Tower, everything was fantastic. Got back, there was no problems. Then in the airport on the way back, we were in the queue, and there was a Muslim lady in the queue. Mm -hmm. So bearing in mind, you get into the airport. This is leading up to security. You've already done your bags. You've already done that side. So this is just the bit before you get to your gate. Yeah, yeah. So you've done about eight checks Yeah, leading in. And she's got a hijab on. Uh, hijab. Hijab on, yeah. Covering her nose, so just her eyes are showing, mm -hmm. obviously, because she's married. And we're standing, and the, the police officer who's in the desk 
she's one, two, three, four. So it's like a an Alton Towers line. If no one knows what an Alton Towers line is, it's like you go in and then you do like snake. Yeah. All yeah. the way to the front. So she's like five yards back on the snake. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting in a, a cubicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just went, and I'm standing, Jody's here, there's another few guys here and here and here, and she's behind us. And he went, you, from the front. And everybody kind of went, mm, somebody is about to be randomly selected. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was, yeah. bearing in mind, from the front of the queue, you had a good 10 foot before him. So you know where you have to wait and yeah, then walk yeah. forward. You. And everyone went, me? <laughs> and he was like, no. You. And he was like, me? And he went, no. And he got out, walked to the front, and pointed directly at the Muslim lady. Mm-hmm. And went, you, take this off now. And she went, uh, am I okay with a mask? He was like, take it off now. Wow. Take it off now while I'm looking and he was saying, and he said to the husband, he said to the husband, he said, your, your woman, and he went, my wife. Hmm. He went, your woman, take it off now. And you could see that she was trapped. She looked around yeah. at men looking at her, and I just said, a group of line of people, a group of line of people. I just said, lads, just turn around a second. Let her get, let her turn around. And said to the copper, I said, are you going to just divert, just put your eyes down while she just puts, yeah. changes it for a mask? No. You, and I, I honestly, and she just started to cry, and there was a better way he could have handled that. Yeah, yeah, of course, of there's, course. There's a better way, and I understand about all the other topics that come with this mm-hmm. that the great white privilege gives us, um, but there was no need to just walk out with a purpose and yeah. stand and point and make somebody feel small, especially when she's done about 14 checks to get here. Yeah, yeah. So it couldn't have been that bad. It easily had an agenda. And mm-hmm. I just thought, what a shame for that woman who stood yeah. there and then he made her cry. Yeah. And, you you know, with it being the airport as well, with it being a, you know, customs and a, and a, and a security thing, it's not like, it's not like you can kick off, is it? Because, you know, you oh, just mate, get... He's got more metal on him than anything. Yeah. He's got, he's got a, he's holstered, he's got one holster, he's got one on his back. He's... It's like, what do you do in that situation? Yeah. Well, it's disgusting. But no, he was just, he was just quite disrespectful to a yeah. young lady. So that's the only two take, the two takeaways I've got of it is, God, France has got a lot more problems than we have. Um, it's not as nice a city as London. No. It's not. I've been told, I've never been, but I've been told. It's not. Um, the, the tower's not got a ball ring. There's no a ballroom, sorry. Yeah, no, there's no ballroom at the bottom of the tower. There's no illuminations around it. There's no tram service. There's no amusements. Um, <laughs> it's just pretty much, it's very much an old gothic city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is very expensive. It's gorgeous. It's got some mm. beautiful eateries around it. But yeah. it is, it's not as nice as London. Well, I, I, when I, because I didn't get my passport till this year, did I? And um, I was eyeing up places to go like that. Uh, that's you know relatively cheap, you know, easy easy flight or ferry or star whatever um, to 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 get to places. And Paris is one of the cheapest places to mm. get to. Um, but I was told by several people, don't bother. Like when you get there, yeah, there's 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 beautiful architecture and stuff to look at, but everything is stupid expensive. I had one person tell me it stinks as well. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say it's, it's not expensive. It's standard mm. for, for like whatever a capital you are. City like. It's standard for a capital city. There's yeah. nothing when you go, oh, that meal's 140 euros. Well, there is four of us. We've yeah, had a starter. Yeah, yeah. We've had a bottle of wine. We've had some water. The kids have had a drink. How much do you pay normally for four people in a nice mm-hmm. restaurant? It's 100 quid. Yeah. So you're paying exactly the same money. There's mm-hmm. no real difference between the two. Um, I will go, I will visit again. I said to Jody, I'd love to come here and have a city break. Yeah. So minus the Disneyland so yeah, I can yeah. get into Paris a little bit more without the kids. Um, but on your holiday on going somewhere, Jody goes Portugal in two weeks. Okay. So November Amsterdam. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, funny, mate, right? But um, <clears throat> so far today, 
Yeah. Um, I've been I've been awake for twelve hours in seventeen minutes, right? <clears throat> yeah. And you're up at seven. I've already used the best part of ten pound on my gas and lackey. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. I I hadn't noticed it until these last couple of days, and obviously it's it's October, and all the prices have gone up. Now, we've got the smart meter in the house. £300 a month. Yeah, we've got the smart meter in the house, and um, it resets at midnight. It tells you your daily usage. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it resets at midnight, goes to zero. Now, I get up for work about 6 o'clock in the morning, and um, you know, I always quick look at the smart meter on the way past, mainly just to see what time it is. And uh, and underneath, it normally says about sixty-five, maybe seventy p usage for the six hours that we've all been asleep. But you know, your fridge is on. You might have you know your Wi-Fi still on or something like that. You know, your little electronic appliances in the house, clocks, mm. whatever. They all use a little bit of electricity yeah, yeah, overnight, yeah. so it's like sixty-five, seventy p. Yeah. The last couple of days, that's doubled. Literally, I've been getting up seven, up six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning, and it's sitting at around one pound thirty, one pound forty, and that's wow. why we're all sleeping. Right now, today is one of them days where I have done like four or five loads of washing. One of us yeah, is at why. one of us is at a shower, but it was never that much before. You know what I mean? Start showering you since since yeah. Um, in the last seven days. I think I've put, a, I want to say about 50 quid just on the electricity. That's not the gas. In seven days. Yeah. I cannot wait for this government fucking electricity handout that's meant to be happening this month. Because that is just fucking ridiculous. It's like, we aren't doing anything different. In in fact, I'm switching more stuff off because I knew this was coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I am turning plugs and, and whatnot. I've turning stuff off that I'm not using, that I'm not needing to use. Well, my radiators um, don't work since we've got back. Don't bloody hell. I don't know why. Um, so. I mean, there's little things like little electronic devices that are connected to the internet that constantly update and refresh. And if mm. you switch them off, you mess up the update. So you have to kind of leave them running, but they use nothing. They use no electricity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all um, minimal. So... You know, that's not too bad, but I'm now like, well, do I need to wash these clothes? <laughs> you know, yeah, which you should never, we should, should never, never be, be in that situation. It's part you know of a I mean? powerhouse country as well, it's, that the UK is. We should never be there in it's, England. It's cheaper. I, I've recently rejoined the gym as well. It's cheaper for me to have a gym membership and shower at the gym than it is for me to shower at home. You know, it's cheaper for me to not shower at home and just to go to the gym, not even work out, just have a shower. It's my <laughs> conspiracy theory. That's you know I mean? why they're doing this. I genuinely believe they try and kick people back out their houses. Get them back out their houses. I genuinely. Um, I, I can't. So, in answer to the Amsterdam question, uh, it depends on whether I've got enough electricity in the house. Well, you'll save money. <laughs> you'll save money if you go Amsterdam because you'll be able to stay in your hotel and have a nice, a nice warm room, nice for, warm like, three room days. for three days. So that that'll that'll oh, that'll hell. save you that'll save you a little bit. Yeah, but um, yeah, but breaks away. Like I say, you know, I've got the passport now, and uh, I've been yeah. looking into city breaks and whatnot. Um, I did have one plan for Berlin for next year, but it's had to go on the back burner um, for for a short while. But you know, I'll just I'll do it later I on in the year. Somewhere I really want to go. You know, mm. I've always wanted I to want go to Poland. I want to Auschwitz. Yeah, uh, Poland is um, is another one. Where uh, that's on, on the list of places to go, mm. um, you know, a couple of cities. I've uh, been Poland. And, uh, just like to go. Obviously. Yeah, I know yeah. you've been. Yeah, um, yeah, a couple of cities in Poland that I like to visit. Um, uh, Budapest, I like to visit. Romania, I'd like to go to Budapest. Transylvania, um, I'd like to go to. The, you know, the, I mean, in all fairness, I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's just because of Dracula. I won't go to Transylvania. In all fairness, I would have liked to have gone to Ukraine, but I ain't going there yet. Nah, nah no, it's a bit. Um, it's a bit. Bit shooty at the moment. Bit shooty. We're a bit angry at the minute. Not ideal. Like so, I'll be, no. I'll be avoiding that one. But yeah, I do like the idea of little city breaks, just you know, two three days away. Um, and depending, obviously, on when you book, what what days you book. Um, I, I worked out for in in Berlin. Um, I worked out in in Berlin. Um, it was cheaper. This was the same weekend. Yeah. It was cheaper to go from like a Friday to a Wednesday than it was to go the same Friday to the Monday. Yeah. 
because of the flights. Yeah. And the hotel wasn't that much more expensive to do to extend it for a did. couple of days. So it was it's cheaper to go for longer. Um but yeah, you know, definitely uh, some city breaks on the cards. Anyway, um talk to me about football, Cleon. I will talk to you about football. So it's your I'll, show this week, isn't it? you can tell. Uh, yeah, no, I have. I'll fully note. I'll fully note. It'll be a short one as well, because um, there's not much to tell on football. So yesterday we had a uh, brilliant day. We had a top of the table clash between Arsenal and Tottenham, which Arsenal won three-one. Uh, Bournemouth and Brentford stalemate, boring. Yeah. Uh, Crystal Palace were beaten by Chelsea again. BT Wi-Fi. Why has that just jumped up, forcing me down this route? Nothing to do with me. Chill your beans, BT. Um, we had Liverpool 3-3 with Brighton, which as predicted at the beginning of the end for Jürgen Klopp, he will be fired before Christmas. Okay. Okay. Southampton were beaten by Everton 2-1. West Ham beat Wolves 2-0. And Newcastle won 4-1. Nice. With goals from Wilson, Almirin uh, and Sean Longstaff. If you see uh, Almirin's first goal, Absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. Ball drops over his shoulder. He ain't never scoring another goal like that again. <laughs> Ever. And he just swung his peg at it and he went straight in top bin. I was so pleased. Um, today, we've had Man City versus Man United, <laughs> which is Man City 6, Man United 3. I mean, at least he scored three, I Hat-trick from... <laughs> Hat-trick. Yeah, I know, but listen to the goals. Man City stopped scoring at 72 minutes. Man City, Man United's goals were in the 84th, 90th, and the 56th. So, yeah, right. so they were 6 1 um, right up until the last five minutes with th- with a hat trick from Phil Foden, Phil Foden and, and a hat trick from the god himself, Haaland, um, who had an amazing game again. Um, I've never seen anything like um, Aileen Haaland yeah. in football before. I've watched him live, the runs he makes, he's so audacious, he's so ambitious, he's so direct, he's so dynamic, um, he doesn't care about touching the ball once or twice for the whole game, yeah. as long as the two touches he does are goals, Yeah. Um, and he doesn't really care, um, if they don't pass him, there was a moment, I was watching them when I went Man City versus Crystal Palace, and they were 2-0 down, and Kyle Walker ran down the wing and he went to cross the ball in. Yeah. And he didn't, he shot. Now, Kyle Walker's the elder Premier League, won the league a few times, five or six times with yeah. Man City, done all that, been the whole journey with them. At that moment, when a 21 year old lad bollocks you for not passing the ball in the inside, mm. that's when you know you've got a player. <laughs> yeah, because you wouldn't normally dare to yeah. do that to a player of that ilk, because it's all about respect. Uh, Leeds 0 0 with Aston Villa today. Well, some red cards this weekend as well. There's been a fair amount of red yeah. cards this weekend. VAR's been in full flow. <laughs> uh, yesterday, Vale, I believe, was a sellout. Um, judging but, by the amount of police were there. Um, and they lost 1-0. Yeah. So it's well worth going. <laughs> Stoke? Stoke today. Had today? a fantastic game today, Stoke did. And lost 4-0. Jesus wept again. So since they've taken over, since they've taken the manager on from the club that cannot be mentioned, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, um, he's done nothing but lose. So is the problem with the manager, the team, or is the problem with Stoke itself? Wow. I like to think the problems with Stoke. Yeah, I mean, I swear. <laughs> We've had this conversation several times, haven't we, about like, you know, who is to blame? Is it the team? Is it is it the manager? It's the manager. And it always falls onto the manager, but like, how many managers have you got to go through until you can go, actually, these guys. However, <laughs> that, that being said today, we at City of Stoke uh, played our Women's FA Cup second qualifier against Worcester City Ladies Football Club. Um, and lost 7-1. Now, when you talk about a 7-1 loss, we had a 7-1 loss to which the goalkeeper let us down before we kicked off. Um, We had our centre-forward, Lucy Marshall, in goal, who's not a goalkeeper. Um, She was brave enough to go in goal. All 
six goals were conceded in the first half. Right. A lot of slices, a lot of the strangest, worst luck you can like mm. swing a fish at. They were clearing it in the top bin, and you're like, you jammy bitch. Um, let down by, like I've said, the goalkeeper ahead of kickoff, and there's not much you can cater for that. You yeah. can bring in a replacement player, and you can ask people, would you mind playing in goal? The fact of the matter is no bugger wants playing goal. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I can't believe goalkeepers want to play in goal, to be quite brutal with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lucy, Jamie, Connie, Katie, Beth, Kelly, Kimberly, Jessica, Alicia, Kira, Megan, Sam, Eleanor, Whitney, thank you very much. You all ran, battled against a team that's not lost all season, not conceded all season. Yeah. And even when 6-0 down at the end of the first half, you went out in the second half and battled like you were 1-0 behind, not 6-0 behind. Yeah. And that's commendable, right? Um, it's something that the club and myself have never done before. We've never got this far in the Cup, even though it's only the second preliminary round. Yeah. But we've never got this far in the FA Cup. Next season, we'll go one better. Take heart and defeat, ladies. I'm really, really proud yeah. of the team in general. I'm really pissed off at being let down um, just because of the application and what they've been put in. But I understand people do have colds. Mm. Um, and I, I understand that people do get ill from time to time. Um, but yeah, just a really, a really tough, horrible game of day in a game of football where you wake up in the morning and you think this is going to be brilliant and then you're five or six messages in and you're like oh no because you can't just draft another goalkeeper in yeah yeah it's the fa cup we can't sign people on the day and just go right we're bringing this guy in for the fa cup otherwise it'd be lunacy yeah um we can't play girls who've been cup tied in the previous round and everyone played in that round yeah and i'm just for how far we got as a club, the effort we pour in to, to be let down uh, in the manner in which we were let down at lastminute.com. I'll be honest, at five o'clock this morning, I'm not on job now, I'm on radio. This is a whole mm. different ball game. Um, to be let down at five o'clock this morning when you could have texted Friday, Saturday, Thursday, <laughs> Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday, not no sight of illness and then all of a sudden on Sunday morning at five o'clock in the morning there's one of the best articulated messages you will ever read Dave I'll forward it to you later <laughs> God. I'll forward it to you later I don't care if people listen to this no more I'm really hmm. heart despot not heart just uh, we could have done so much better with today yeah you know as a team we could have done better than today um, but full credit to every single person who made the journey down to Worcester. It's not a small journey. It's a good. It's another hour and three quarters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and unlucky ladies. Yeah. Well, I mean, you we'll, get, we'll be back next week. Concentrate on the league now as well. It's all league now, really, yeah. Dave. It's league in league cup. Um, I want a trophy. I want a final. I want to push for promotion this season, and I yeah. believe we've got the capability to do it cool. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That takes just a bit disappointed in yourself today. Yeah, yeah. But we, you know, we move forward. Yeah, we battle on. We do so. uh, We move forward. We battle on, and uh, and like I say, you know, another goals to you got goals to aim for, and uh, Mm. and more targets this season now to try and reach. Yeah, see that positivity. See that positivity Positivity, coming out. I'm still going to be the best. (laughs) (laughs) If my tea is not on the table, Um, it already is. I've been text. (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. Well, lobby and dumplings, Dave, tonight, I believe. Well, we'll give it another few minutes then. We'll let you go. Um, yeah. Same. What's your week been like? It's been all right, mate. It's been I've all right. just come so, in and gone, bleh, no, <laughs> for 45 I, minutes. I How are you? <laughs> 100% expecting it as well, so uh, it's all gravy. Um, no, yeah, good, man. So if you remember last week, I had a hangover during the show. Yes, you did, sir. Um, I think I still had it on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, it, oh, it's this, called old. This is a thing now. So it was a work night out. And we all turned up to work on Monday, and every single one of us was just like, fucking hell, I'm a bit, still a bit tired. Mm. <laughs> and for like Monday and Tuesday, everybody was just working with their heads down. Nobody was really talking. Yeah, just... And it was just like, 
wow, we are old. This is just like, mm-hmm. you know. And I was saying, like, I remember the days, oh, me and you used to go out, like, you know, and we would go out and we'd go back home, we'd carry on drinking, we'd have an hour's kept, we'd get up, we'd go work, yeah. and everything would be fine. And then we'd finish work and then we'd, we'd carry on drinking again. There's a, there's a time frame, Dave, where we lived, where I lived in Cobry, well, we lived, we all lived, yeah. pretty much every bugger lived, uh, in, a, in Cobridge, where we were going out. What were the nights we weren't going out? Tuesday. No, no, Brannigan's on Tuesday. Uh, <clears throat> what nights? There was definitely a night we weren't. The going only out. nights we didn't go out is when we didn't like when we didn't really feel like. Well, Brannigan's ended, but we'd still got a crate in. Brannigan's <laughs> ended, and it was a Tuesday night where we didn't go out, mm. and it was Monday student night yeah. in Hanley. Monday Hanley. Monday Hanley. Tuesday was nothing night. Wednesday, Wednesday Castle. Castle Student Night. Thursday Roses. Thursday Roses. Friday. And it's a pissing weekend. Yeah. Friday Picky Poison. You know, yeah. Right Saturday you Picky Poison. Yeah. And Sunday then Sunday was Roses Karaoke. Yeah. I've got a period of my life what where night? I worked for three years and I've got no memory of my job. What night was um, that all you can drink place? That, that, that was, was later on on the Thursday. Was that a Thursday? That, went, that, that was when that, Thursdays that, went bad. Um, blue, was it Blue Blues Bar? Blues Bar. Fucking hell, man. 20 quid was no, it 20? 10 10 to get in 10 to get in it was all you can drink all you can drink house use i mean house like well if you bear in mind like especially come the the last few months of that um three out of four weeks we were the only people in there like our circle of friends yeah and, but there was 15 of us and there was the but there was the <laughs> there was the one week which was payday week when it was full and then the next three weeks, it's there was just us. Just us. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? They were getting 150 quid behind the bar, but we were drinking them dry. Oh, we were doing a yeah, lot right. more than 150 quid. There was all the drunkards <clears throat> without. And then... Um... Brady was in there from about one in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But yeah, so this week, you know, it was, it was, it was, um, it was hangover week. But uh, it's also been the start of, of Get Your Shit Together week because... The, the big thing that happened to me on the Saturday when I went out was the Friday night, getting my shirt, me, me, mm. me smart tops out, putting them on and realising they don't fit. And I was just like, oh, it was only a matter of time before we got to this job point. Job on. Yeah. So I had to very quickly jump online to get a next day delivery um, of a couple of tops in a bigger size so I could go out on the Saturday night. Um, and that's the point where it's like, you know what, this is, you need to get a grip. Like, so I spent the next seven days eating. Um, <laughs> um, Depressed about thinking yeah. about getting your shit together. <laughs> I, knew, I, I knew I'd put a ton of weight on over the summer because I was just like, I didn't care, I was just eating, you know what I mean? But I realised in hindsight now, looking back, I didn't have any routine. Um, I was just kind of sat, not really doing anything overly constructive. Yeah, working on the music and the band stuff like and whatnot, but you know, mainly just sat watching TV, eating chocolate, eating crisps, yeah. eating takeaway, eating chips. You know what I mean? It's like my last week, this um, is. And no, th- this weekend the studying's kicked in again. So, me, me new module, mm-hmm. uh, year five of yeah. six, I'm in now, uh, started on Saturday. And I woke up Saturday morning knowing that I had to hit the books, I had to crack on with the studying. You know, it's a new module. Uh, but it's like there was a shift in in the brain, and, it, and I, I clicked back into um, routine. So I got up early, which I haven't been doing at the weekend. I've just been lying yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. I got up early, and I went uptown, did the few bits I needed uptown, came home, had a cup of tea, did mm. a bit of tidying up, got all the books out, did two, three hours of studying. Um, and because I'm, I'm in this routine and doing stuff, I'm not comfort eating. I'm not eating just crap for the sake of eating crap. And then it's like, oh, yeah, you haven't had any snacks or anything today. Well, how about you start counting your calories again, paying attention to what you're eating. So, you know, weighing and measuring and whatnot, counting the calories, and um, did all that. And then last night, Mrs. came home from work, got some tea on, and uh, I was like, right, I'm going to the gym. And the last, for the last two weeks, I've just been, oh, I should really go to the gym, but I know I'm not going to. But last night, it was literally just, right, I'm going to the gym. And yeah, I just yeah. got my bag and went to the gym. And I did 45 minutes in the gym and then came home and, and job's good. And, and, this, it, and it's been the same today. I've been up early. You know what I mean? Up early, feed the cats, get all my stuff out. Did two hours of studying this morning. Um, <clears throat> cracked on with bits and bobs that I needed to do in the house. And watch what I've been eating. 
you know what I mean, counting the calories. I haven't gone to the gym today. I'm not going to go to the gym today, but I'm going to go tomorrow. Um, mm. But, you know, it's it's all in that balance between working out and, and, and eating. You see, I've done something completely the opposite over <clears> this last week. Just ate everything. I've ate everything. <laughs> but you've been away. Do you know I looked down... At the cheese, at the cutting thing that I had last night, and on this cutting thing day, it was fantastic. Mm. There was a Belgian bun. Oof. There was a lion bar, oh. like a little lion bar, not your big oh, lion yeah. bars. Just many more. Yeah. Picnic. Mm-hmm. Chiba Pringles. Oof. What else was on there? And I sat down. I had me pint of Pepsi, <laughs> and I was like eating, and I just went, "Oh my days, it started like this." And do you know what? Bo called me on holiday. She went, Dad, I love your chubby belly. <gasps> and he punched her in the face. Wow. Honest, mate. I nearly punched her I in the face. I haven't seen you with a chubby belly for about 20 years, Claire. Honest, it's coming <laughs> back. Look at um, so my routine kicks back in tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm going to go play football tomorrow night. I've set myself up with a match, similar to mm. you go in the gym. So that'll get my legs moving. That'll get my stomach moving. So it'll be yeah. all that type of stuff, yeah. Do you know what? It's only been two days. And I already feel 100% Oh, better. you will, you will. You know what I mean? The more you exercise, the better you feel. I mean, the exercise is fine, you know, and it does release the endorphins and whatnot. You know, the, the eating is fine. But I just mean, like, feeling there's some kind of... Feeling there's some kind of purpose is totally the wrong kind of phrase. But that's kind of what I mean. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've got this routine back where I can get up and I know I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. Um, I'm going to do some working out, I'm, I'm blah, 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 having the studying to do again. Um, I've only done, um, the way it works is it's in three blocks mm. throughout throughout the um, the year, and each block has X amount of units, and you do one unit a week. Yeah. Um, and this module um, is called Central Questions in the Study of Music. Um, and there's two main questions which you're going to answer. Which are quite central. <laughs> Well, the two questions which... Sorry, mate. Well, you're right, though. The two questions which um, we're, we're going to be answering, they, they seem quite simple, but it's what does music do and what does music mean? But it's looking at them from a scholarship point of view, um, a scholarly point of view. Um, so it's it's not it's like... It's not what does it mean to you. Yeah, it's, it's... what does it mean. What does music do? What does music mean? And the, the first thing that we're looking at is, um, do you know little kiddies clapping games, like a sailor went to sea and mm. all that kind of stuff? We're looking at that. And I've never, never, ever thought you could analyse a clapping game as much as I've analysed a clapping game this weekend. And it's and, and then it's um, we, we've gone on to, like, uh, Scottish dance and songs yeah. and stuff. And, but you, you That'll kind of lead you to entrance music, wrestling. Yeah. No, um, if you just do that next, do the next, do the next, do mm. the next, and you will arrive at entrance music's. Mm. Do you see where? Yeah, okay, yeah, I got There's that. a beginning and end to that yeah, thread. Yeah, yeah you, you'll arrive there. But it, it's looking at like, like there's this like Scottish um, uh, dancing um, uh, music, which I can't remember what it's called now. Top of my head, it's 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 in Gaelic, so. Uh, I couldn't pronounce it anyway, but um, and, it, and it's it's done at like um, social events, like weddings and things like that, mm. um, and it and it brings people together, and you've all got moves and actions and stuff, and everybody always messes up because they're a little bit drunk, and it's up to the band to keep them going, but it's analysing like what does music do? It's it, we're going into that question, and it, it's like analysing the social aspect of it, mm. and um, and how. In history, like these these dances would level the social playing field, where yeah. you would have lords dancing with farmers. Mm. You know what I mean? And um, and it's asking you to look at things in, in in modern times, like in 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 our lifetime. Is there anything that we can do? Anything that we've done that levels that social playing field? And it's it's something as simple as like going out with work. The well, it's 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 something as simple as like going going out on the town yeah. with with work, and you've got you, you've got your big boss, and then yeah. you've got your assistant managers, and then maybe supervisors, and then your worker bees. But you're all out together. You're all drinking. That hierarchy is leveled. Everybody's having a good time as friends. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's something that you know music plays a part in. But one of the questions it asked was: Is there any situations you can think of where it doesn't level 
the hierarchy. Yeah. He doesn't level the social playing field. And the concerts. Only, well, the only thing I could think of was like, you know, like monarchy, where let's say the Queen's Jubilee. You know what I mean? Mm. The, the, the royals, albeit they were there and maybe shaking hands, but there was a barrier. You weren't allowed to cross that barrier. Yeah, they only shook concerts, your hand if they wanted to. Concerts don't level the playing field. It's a place of worship. How do you mean, like? Well, the concert. If you go watch Robbie Williams, that mm. doesn't let you're watching somebody up high. But it, it's the people doing the watching. I suppose, that's, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That's it, what we're it talking levels, about. It yeah. levels the whole playing field because you've got suppose, CEOs, everything all the way up to it. But. I suppose, in a way, you, you could do that because there's a lot of concerts. I know Pearl Jam did it this year at Hyde Park where you've got that. If you look at the overhead view, there's a lot of places that do this now where you've got your first bit and then it's fenced off yeah the gem- i've, I've the, done a robbie williams game the general like. public are, are like you know however many people behind because they yeah. haven't bought them tickets in front I, i've had that because i had tickets to be in the inner sanctum yeah to yeah. what it was called and that was the stage like the little knobby bit yeah. sticking out you know the old al jolson runway um so that was all of the inner sanctum yeah. and then everybody and then else, else was behind. like behind you but there was a gap between the inner sanct, the inner yeah. sanct where Robbie could run, and that's exactly what what Pearl Jam was like. Because I know a couple of people went and they sent videos, and it was like there was a huge gap. There was two fences, and there was a massive gap in between. And they all them people at the front, and mm. then all the people at the back, like more people at the back, obviously. And that, I suppose, in a way, that is like a, a hierarchy kind of thing. These people yeah. are better than you because they get to stand at the front. Yeah, you know what I mean. So a couple of examples there, but this is the kind of stuff I'm going to be delving into over the next eight, nine months, uh, ending in like, I think a lot of this is going to be based on musical history as well. Mm. Um, but one of the things I've got to do, Cleon, is an exam. Yeah, Trooping of the Colour. I haven't done an exam since school. 22 years. Do you know something? Since I've, I've done an exam. I don't mind an exam now. You know I, mean? I used to hate them. <laughs> the, the only thing I don't like is this new... Virtual learning. See, all, all of mine's virtual learning. I do so. mean nothing that yeah, way. I, mean, I must admit that since COVID, they, um, they moved all of the tutorials online mm. and they use Adobe Connect, which is a bit... It's just idle. It's a bit thingy, Adobe Connect. Is. It's a bit like, um, I don't know, it's old and clunky. It just yeah. even, even with the updates, it's a bit crap. It's like, use Teams or Google or something like it. Don't use Teams. Use Google. <laughs> use Google Meets. Can't afford Teams. Um... It, it, I find Teams really clunky as well, but Google Meet's Teams are awesome. It's dead smooth. Um, but Adobe <laughs> Connect is just a bit when, like... When you've got the Teams set calling all of it, as mm. in all of it, it's awesome and it's really yeah. easy to use. When you've got Teams on top of, 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 as well as, mm. it's clunky as hell and you can't do it. Yeah, but... So I'm kind of used to it now because, um, like, my first year, I did all face-to-face. And then my second year, I did um, one face-to-face. Um, but my tutor lived miles and miles and miles away, so she did everything online. Mm. Um, but I did go to Birmingham for a day school, and then COVID hit, so everything went online. Yeah. And that's just the way they kept it for the next two modules as well. But this one, they've slowly introduced like day schools again, so... All of the day schools are online, but there is a, a face-to-face option, but there's only one, and that's like London. And then for the second day school, there's one, and that's at Manchester Airport. Um, yeah. But it lands on a day where it's like, that's not convenient for me, so I've had to sign up to the to the online one. Charging your electric bill while you're in the house. Yeah. Um, Say, here, I'm doing this in home. This is my invoice for this doing is my invoice at home. Yeah, at yeah, home yeah. Yeah. Um, so... I'm used to that online learning now, and it is a bit annoying sometimes um, because what I find is, and I don't know if this is the same with like younger students, but because with the OU, a lot of us are mature students, a lot of us are older. When you get in these online rooms, if there's 20 people in the room, you guarantee there's only two people that are willing to talk and have a conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you get always get the usual, oh, I'm sorry, my microphone isn't working. I'm just going to type in the chat box. It's not lying. You just don't want to talk. Yeah, no, um, you're lying. And it takes like one person to just break the ice and, and go, hi, yeah, uh, I want to I say something. Um, 
and then eventually maybe a couple of people will join mm-hmm. in as well. But I've found there's only ever been me and maybe two other people that are actually having a conversation and yeah. talking about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas in like in a face-to-face room, when there's 20 of you in a room, it's easier to do because you can look at people, you can see people, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can like, you know, you, I am talking you to, can to talk. you. Um, but yeah, so the module looks really good. I mean, some of the theory side of it I've looked into, and it looks really fucking hard. Um, and I'm not looking forward to it. But the, the module, the module itself looks like it's going to be really interesting and something for me to really sink my teeth into. Um, you know, hopefully I can do as well as I've done on the others, um, which which will be great if I can. Um, and if not, I'll go for second best, Mark. That's fine as well. Just <laughs> um, do as well as you can. Yeah, yeah I'm going to put everything into it like I always do, do as well as I can. But, you know, studying, gym, eating, work, life's good. It's been a good week. Yeah. Been a good week, man. Been a good week. I'm fucking broke, but it's been a good week. <laughs> it's been a good week apart from being spanked at Worcester for me, really. Yeah. So uh, they anyway. can stick their sauce right up their arse. The bloody bastards. Bloody the bastards. political bastards. The political. <laughs> I just love that. The political bastards. Uh, anyway. Oh, dears. And another thing on before we do go. Before we do fucking go. Hang on a minute. What is going on with McDonald's right now? Oh, I don't know. Are they what offering... the smeg is going on in McDonald's? Are they offering anyway, salad or something? I've know. been away all week. Right. right, I haven't had a McDonald's in two you weeks now. French McDonald's. I haven't had a McDonald's in two weeks. No, I'm not having a McDonald's when I'm abroad. Snail burgers. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so anyway, thought I said to the kids last night, Bo got player of the match. Well done. Uh, her team won 2-1, by the way. She had a great game. Yay. Parents player of the match she was voted, and I prefer that award than all the others because it's all the parents saying, this child other than mine's done well. Mm-hmm. Um. So I said, well done on getting man of the match, blah, 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 blah. Let's go, let's go McDonald's on the way home. Counterproductive, obviously. You've just exercised and now I'm going to put McDonald's in your system. But anyway, we'll ignore that. It's a nice treat for the kids. I don't care what people say about McDonald's. It's fucking tasty. Uh, yeah. It doesn't it doesn't fill you up, but it, it's fucking tasty. It, it, I know, I know. But since since we've moved into... There's no like a Macca's milkshake, man. Fuck I know, me. but you, you've seen <laughs> the shit I get over Twitter. So I have to, I have to like just put a few commas and stuff around everything I say. So I've got to McDonald's at Milton and I'm greeted mm-hmm. on the door by the manager of McDonald's at uh, Milton. So now you're right. Yeah, yeah, we're dead busy. I said, right, okay. And just walked in, ordered me food. She watched me order it and she's gone, just so you know, there is a 45 minute wait. Fuck's sake. I said, hang on a minute. You have just watched me order my food. You've mm-hmm. just watched me walk in and now you're telling me there's a 45 minute wait. And you went, yeah. I said, okay. So you're a franchisee, aren't you? You're a franchise model. Yeah. I said, have you not stopped your Just Eat? She goes, no, I've not stopped the Just Eat. I said, all right, okay. I said, so if my food isn't ready in 10 minutes, I'm entitled to a free meal and my money back. What? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a franchisee model. That's in your terms and conditions. I said, there's me, there's me receipt. That's me number. If I haven't got my food in 10 minutes... I'm going to tell every single individual here who's waiting 45 minutes in the restaurants of this rule. Because you're backing up your... Bra- the drive through was going halfway up, flipping. Mm. It had gone out of McDonald's. It had gone out onto Leak New Road. Yeah. And it was halfway up Leak New Road. It was causing a traffic issue. Um, and sat down with a little bit of a sm- smug look across my face. <laughs> as I'm former employee of McDonald's, as you know. Um... To which, within eight minutes, I just got my food presented in front of me. To which, I went, thank you very much. Walked back up there, sat, stood in front of him and said, Lou, do you need a hand? Do you want me to come behind? <laughs> Fucking hell, Glenn. <laughs> no, because they've, they, they've still got Just Eat going. Hmm. There's, more, there's more delivery drivers now in McDonald's than there is anywhere else I've ever seen in my life. And there's just a load of them. So imagine that. You've got all these Just Eat delivery drivers. You've got a line of queue of people going all the way back halfway up Leak New Road. You're still taking orders from Just Eat. Yeah. You're still taking them and you can't deal. So I said, cancel, you just eat, turn it off for two minutes, 30 minutes, catch yourself up with the orders. I said, I used to work here. Do you need a hand? 
because all your staff, they were all muddled. I said, you've mm. given me my, my children's meals hot. I've said, just taste one of those chips. I've said, so it's been standing in that production bin for how long now? I've said, come on. I've said, this big tasty's done as well. I've said, so take it back and get me some fresh food. I've said, stop getting stuff out of the pr- production bin from years old. I said, my child. I said, you see this Coke? I've said, how come we've got no ice in it? How come there's no ice in the Coke, Janine? Oh, I haven't been fetched any more ice. I went, Janine, <laughs> fetch some more ice, will you, duck? So I've got here running up and down. <laughs> anyway, Dave, I sorted it in the end. I, I, I took over. <laughs> I got be, I got behind. I got behind McDonald's and I took over the what's called the production bin because they had a backlog of orders that was absolutely pathetic. They mm. had a production bin that all needed throwing away because it had been there for the, over forty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a load of unqu- There was a load of young kids who just didn't know what direction to move in next. So all I did was get them to throw everything away in the production bin. <laughs> Took over the production bin because it was ages old. Said you're going to give someone, you're going to make someone really poorly, you guys. I wasn't rude. Hmm. Said you're going to make someone really poorly. I've said so. Where are the orders? And she went right there. I said right, fair enough. I need seven runs of big tasties, all with thing go. I need this. I need this. I need this. Janine, get the fucking ice. <laughs> and I tasted the coke that needed syrup. I was like, change the syrup on the Coke. I've said, all that's happened is there's six bunches of kids all behind McDonald's, all Mm. not doing nothing, but one's bunching over there, one's bunching over there, one's bunching over there, and one's bunching over there, none of which are doing anything. Yeah. All the while, the branch manager isn't communicating nothing with them. Shit, by the way, Tanya, you're... And she was just trying to do everything, mm-hmm. but doing nothing. She was doing worse than yeah, she was yeah, doing Yeah, I'm good. with you, man. Yeah. So anyway, I took over the production bin, um, and it took me 10 minutes to clear all the orders pretty much for the drive-through, because it's fast food. You yeah. only It's a 60-second cooking cycle for a whole meal, and you can do 10 meals at the same time, so you can really flip people out the door. Um, and I got a free meal for it. <laughs> so they said, oh... They said, oh, we'll give you a free meal. Thanks very much for your help and everything else. I've said, honestly, I feel like I'm going to invoice you. <laughs> I've said, for how much staff I've just moved out the door and everything, you could. I moved eight members of your staff out of the way to just move out of the way. You've got, she said, what What would you say to me about feedback and stuff if I'm doing things wrong? I said, you've got eight members of staff too many. There's too many people in the kitchen. The outside mate looked disgusting. Inside the restaurant, it looked disgusting, mm. mate. It was grotty. It was muddy on the floor. It was greasy. It was. I'd sent people out mop the floor. I got really annoyed. I've sent the cleaners out mopping the floor. They're like, "Who the fuck's this guy?" Like, yeah, you go clean the floor outside. It's shut. Wipe the tables down. Let's get people moving. There's people sitting there who finished the meal an hour ago. So kick them out. So kick mm. them out. So you're not buying anything. Say, right, thanks very much. Are you buying anything? No, well, get the fuck out then, because we've got loads of people who can't sit down. Stop being selfish. Move them on. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so I'm thinking about applying to be a branch manager at McDonald's. We're currently in salary negotiations, and they're not going too well, Dave. (laughs) They're about 20 grand a year short right now, matey, but we'll get there in the end. We'll get there. If we can do a compromise over maybe I get chips, apple pies. What else would I like from McDonald's all the time? I'll take chips. I can't take the other stuff. It's too fattening. So I'll just stick with the chips and the apple pies, maybe donuts. Yeah, and as many Happy Meals as I can. If we could do wages on top of that, (laughs) <laughs> McDonald's, we've got a deal. You're not getting rid of that gut if this happens, you know that, don't you? I will, because I'll be knackered. Because I'll, be <laughs> I'll be the only guy working in McDonald's Milton. Sort of like, out. <laughs> like, not being nasty, I need six members of staff for that place at full pelt. And I need Janine getting the fucking ice. Oh, Janine, shit. <laughs> I said to her, I said, are you ever going to get... I just looked at her and said, she looked at her and I went, why am I looking at you? And she went, I need to get the ice. I said, Janine, get, get the ice. <laughs> 
but with a smile on my face, there's no need. We, it was all fun and it was all fun. It was all Jeff. It was all games and everything else. There was nothing I said to them that was not. I was giggling through the whole process. It took me right back to my festival part days, <laughs> and I absolutely loved it. Thank you very much, McDonald Milton, for being so shit that you needed a 43 year old to sort everybody out. Wow. <laughs> If anybody needs a Macca's order, clear on your man. No, no, no. If you need a Macca's order, if ever you, you need your Macca's sorting out, if like, you need your Macca's sorted out, I genuinely believe I've we got that We should send shit you Macca's back in the day, didn't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was only because I <laughs> got the go. fastest results. Off you yeah, go, go, go. Come back with bagfuls of stuff. Huh? I got all this free. They were throwing it away. <laughs> I sp- no, I spoke to this person because this was late, so they had to give me a free meal here. I spoke to this person. Do you know what I do? For fun, it's so boring. I've never ever told anybody this. I read terms and conditions. Read terms and conditions. I know it's the most boring thing that mm. anybody can possibly do. I read terms and conditions. I don't know anybody that reads terms and conditions. I do know. I do know of terms and conditions where people have put in the terms and conditions. We know that you've stopped reading this. That's even if Word, you start Microsoft. <laughs> Microsoft put in their terms and conditions. Uh, if you read a certain point, they would give you so many millions of pounds. Oh, God. And they had it in their terms and conditions for something like four years. And not one person saw it. It's one of them. It's like with, a lot, with a lot of softwares and things like that, it's like if you don't agree to the terms and conditions, you can't use the software. And it's like... I don't read none of that. But I want to use... The, <laughs> I want to use the software, so I'm going to have to accept the terms and conditions. Okay, we'll just accept. I've just signed all my life away over to, to Zuckerberg. And uh, <laughs> I don't I don't read none of them. What I read is if in case I'm gonna complain here, I know your terms we and need conditions. The terms and conditions. I need yeah. your terms and conditions because I need the loopholes like firmly in my mind. Yeah. Well, loopholes, anybody needs them, Cleon's your guy. Let's wrap it up. Big thank you to everybody that listens week in and week out. You guys are awesome. Don't forget to follow or subscribe on whatever podcast app you use to listen to the show. Give us a follow on social media. On Twitter, it's at ShinglersListPC. You can follow me, Shinglers underscore list. Follow Cleon at KLBewley. And on Instagram, it's Shinglers underscore list and KLBewley5. If you still use Facebook, we're on there too, Shinglers List Podcast. You guys are awesome. And we will see you next time.